very close and personal friend of mine called me last week to tell me that her best friend had just shot herself. I was completely stunned. I was so shocked. I didn't even have any words. For about five minutes, I sat on the phone without saying a single word. I couldn't believe that this has happened had happened I couldn't believe that as she called me this lady I'm going to purposely not mention any names we were supposed to go and visit with her on Friday the 26th of June 2020 and she shot herself the day before on Thursday the 25th of June 2020 my friend had been making arrangements with her friend for us to go and minister to her because she was so so tortured she was going through so many issues in her life She just lost her father, her own dad had just passed away and she had a very, very fractious relationship with her dad. Actually her father died and she had not spoken to him in years. And evidently when the father was getting really ill, he called for her, he literally begged her through giving messages to her siblings and to her mother to ask her to fly home to come and see him but she didn't I don't know what it was I am not here to judge but she couldn't even find it in herself just to go and visit her father for the last time and maybe even reconcile with her dad and now her father had passed away and I know without a shadow of a doubt it left a hole inside of her her own husband had died a few years back and I don't think she had really come to terms with the passing away of her husband and the fact that they didn't have children and now she was in business but she was in so much debt and I couldn't understand that even though her husband had left her three houses how many houses can one human being live in at any one time why she couldn't find it in her heart or in herself to at least maybe sell one of those houses. She didn't need it. She was already living in a beautiful home on her own. And the fact that she really contemplated killing herself and she planned it and she thought through it. I mean, I don't really want to share the gory details of what she did, but let's just say even the police When they got to her house, they said they had never seen 
anything so horrific because there was blood everywhere even the back of her head was missing <sighs> my friend had been sharing with her best friend about the lord ministering to her about how god loved her and i think because she had never reconciled things with her natural father she was struggling to understand and to grasp and to accept that god would love her and so many times people are going through these kinds of pains and we don't understand why they react or respond to life situations the way that they do and so sometimes we must be really very very careful in either judging people or or making uh preconceived notions about why they do what they do or why they don't do what they don't do and we must never take it for granted that we have relationship relationships with our parents if we do there are some people who don't there are some people who don't even know maybe one part of their two parents and just telling somebody that god loves you Do you know that sometimes that's actually not even enough? I know it almost sounds anathema for me to say that because I believe in God. I believe in the supernatural, divine, unexplainable love of God. But people need a point of reference. And sometimes when somebody does not have that point of reference of a loving father at home it's very difficult for them to translate that to a god whom they do not see and they always have the question in their mind where was god when my father was rejecting me where was god when my relationship with my dad was not working out i don't know i can't speak for that i don't have that experience but i can try to empathize with people who may not have had that experience with a natural father and so for them to accept or understand that God loves them unconditionally it can be very difficult but it's about trying to understand that person first because see God and God alone is the one who understands he knows exactly where this lady was he knew exactly why she was tortured he knew exactly what she was even going to do unfortunately and somebody might say well why didn't god stop her there is the issue of choice 
and there is the issue of will. God gave each and every single one of us a will. And by giving us that will, he also knew that it came with the fact that sometimes people would not choose him. Sometimes people would exercise that will in a manner that is contrary to his to his will for their lives. And I know it sounds absolutely awful and it sounds absolutely horrific. But this lady took her life. And like I was saying to my friend, she actually took something that didn't belong to her. That's why suicide is called taking life. We may say she took her life, but really it wasn't her life to take because she didn't give herself life. I am not judging her. I am not criticizing her. I couldn't possibly understand what was going on in her mind. But I have to believe, like I said to my friend, that really she had to have been taken over by a demon because nobody in their right mind makes a decision, a thoroughly thought through decision, a sane decision, a rational decision to put a gun into one's mouth and pull the trigger and splatter their brains all over the house. It, it's, it's the stuff of horror movies. How do you reconcile that? How do you even try to speak to God and say, how do we pray? Now she's gone. She never took the time or took the opportunity for all the times that my friend had shared with her the love of God and for her to give her life over to God. Not that giving one's life over to God is just going to solve everything and everything will just, like magic, become well. But it's about surrender. It's about relinquishing one's responsibility over their lives and giving it over to God and allowing Him to take his place inside one's heart and begin to help them to deal with the situations that they may be going through. It's not easy. It's not easy being a Christian. No, not at all. We are not exempt from experiencing the pains of this world. We are not exempt from this world's process of life no we are not exempt just like you've been having thousands of Christians who have died from this pandemic this COVID-19 and they were very devout God-fearing Holy Spirit filled tongue-talking Bible-thumping Christians but they're gone 
does that diminish their faith in God? No, it doesn't. The Bible tells us that we are in this world, but we are not of it. And it just saddens me that only a day before we went to visit with her, that's when she took her life. And you know, I was just thinking about this and I said, when you take something that doesn't belong to you, what is that called? Only a thief takes something that doesn't belong to them and makes it their own to possess. Please don't misunderstand me. I am not by any means criticizing this woman. However, sometimes the truth must be told. And though my friend was also struggling with the eternal position of her best friend, I said again, I I don't know. But when I read the Bible for what the Bible says, it says every single person must make that personal choice and decision to receive and accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. There's a lie that has been uh, preached by a particular church organization that says, you know, you can pray your relatives out of purgatory. That is nowhere in the Bible. And it's, it is so unbiblical. It almost ridicules the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. Because if we could pray our relatives out of purgatory, then what is the point of receiving Christ? What is the point of living a life that is worthy to one day be received and accepted in heaven by God the Father? So let us not cheapen grace. Let us not take the grace of God for granted. I'm reminded again of the story in the Bible of when Jesus was hanging on the cross and he had two other people, one on the left and one on on his right, who were also hanging on the cross for their own sins. They were actually being crucified for things that they had done. They were criminals. But here Jesus was hanging on the cross on behalf of the whole world for you and for me. And yet he was innocent. But he took it upon himself. But one of these criminals had a light bulb moment literally before he gave up his breath. Because he recognized that indeed Jesus was and is the Messiah, the Son of God. And when he inquired of that, Jesus said to him, Today, today, you will be with me in paradise. 
Now, what about the other criminal who was on the other side? Surely he must have heard this conversation that was taking place between Jesus and, you know, his uh, other contemporary. Why didn't he choose to do the same thing? He had the same exact opportunity. He had the exact same moment. But he chose not to exercise his will in that way. So if somebody dies without having accepted and received Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, as harsh as it sounds, they will not be in heaven. And unfortunately, they have now made an eternal choice. See, when we are on this side of heaven, we have the opportunity we have the opportunity. This is the day of salvation that we have today. As long as we are still breathing on this side of heaven. But once we depart from this earth. And it's curtains for us. Each person has got the right. And the opportunity to decide which side of heaven they are going to spend eternity. Eternity. That is forever and forever and forever without no end. I just wanted to express just my thoughts of this lady. I didn't know her very well, but I had met her a couple of times even attended her birthday party just last year in 2019 and even the year before but you could tell that she was a tortured soul let's not pretend that things are okay when they are not find somebody that you can talk to really somebody you can bear your soul Somebody who is not going to judge you. Somebody who can know you warts and all. And of course, somebody that you can confide in. Somebody you can trust. But let's not pretend that things are okay when they are not okay. Don't say I'm fine when you know you are not fine. I know sometimes people ask, oh, how are you? And you say, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. You know, just giving that social platitude that doesn't really mean anything at all. And we must also take time with people. Just take a moment to say, really, how are you? And just give somebody a moment just to respond to that. I'm not saying maybe if I had gone there to visit with her, I may have changed her mind. I don't know. That certainly was not going to be my uh, intention. But my intention was just going to share with her the love of God and to be honest with her. Let us also be honest about the gospel. Let us not just preach only just the love of God without also realizing that God is also a God of wrath. And this is the part that people don't like to talk about or hear. But yes, God is full of love. God loves us so much 
that he sent his one and only son. So I pray today that really you will take a moment just to think through what may be concerning you, what may be bothering you, and try to find somebody that you can really, really speak to and just bear your soul. Because the enemy tries to defeat us in our mind. The battle is always in the mind. And it can only be lost or won in the mind. May God bless you richly.